You know the drill. Turn me up. This is your host, T with Tiffany J. Tiffany J, of course. I am a Florida native that brings you an expat perspective on millennial life, travel, relationships, and everything in between. As an educator of nearly a decade, my experiences in the USA and abroad have provided a wealth of knowledge and advice to all millennials near and far. Sip your tea with Tiffany weekly on your favorite streaming platform. Make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, you name it. I need you to like. I need you to comment. I need you to subscribe. Make sure you tune in to Tea with Tiffany J. Leave a review and rating. Give me your feedback. Just type in T-T-E-A with W-I-T-H Tiffany T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-J. Woo! It's been a minute. But I am back live in effect. You are tuned in to Tea with Tiffany J with your host, Tiffany J, of course. I know you guys are wondering, like, damn, where the hell she been at? We're going to get into that. It's been a lot going on. I'm going to share some details. But I have a special guest with me tonight, my sister. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Go ahead. Hey guys, it's your girl, Damina, aka Amina Jamila. <laughs> no, but hey guys, I'm Amina. I'm Tiffany's sister. <laughs> sister. Sister. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you brought me on finally for an episode, you know, in the desert. <laughs> we've been trapped in this bitch. Forever. Yes, we have been trapped. Trapped. Okay, so I know, I know the question has been burning. The question I've been getting for the past two and a half months is, when are you coming back? When are you going to record an episode? When are we getting new content? What's going on with you? You don't post a lot. Well, there's a reason for that. Um, I'm going to start off by saying that I don't like being vulnerable, but I know I have a platform that um, allows me to share my story and most people know I don't really give a damn what no one thinks or feels. I mean, I think I made that very clear from my first episode. I don't mind sharing my story, my truth, how I feel about certain situations or what I go through or how I feel. Um, it is what it is because what's for me is for me and no one can block that. Period. Point blank. Period. Poo. <laughs> However, um, these last couple of months have been very trying um I don't want to say it broke me, but I want to say that was what I felt like I was on the verge of. Um, as you all know, I live overseas in Abu Dhabi, UAE, United Arab Emirates. Um, and, you know, for the past, what, year now? Almost uh, a year. Almost a year. This pandemic has been going on and I have not been able to go home. Some background history for those who don't know, but most of you who listen do know. I am a daddy's girl. I'm very family oriented. Um, I love being with my dad, my mom, my grandmother. And this was the first year, like, I wasn't home for the holidays. And as Christmas and these holidays approach, it kind of set in that I wouldn't be able to go home. My father and I had multiple conversations about the safety of me coming home, them being, you know, 
up in age and the whole pandemic and the virus. You said up in age. They <laughs> are up in age. Like they're over 60, up in age. I don't want to call them elderly. They're senior citizens, right? What senior <laughs> I citizens? feel like that's so disrespectful. But what age is senior? I'm, okay, I feel like, what? okay, I feel like my grandma is senior citizen. How old is she? She's like 86, 87. Okay, like, yeah, I consider like older, older people like senior citizens. Like, when you go to Golden Corral and they be like, senior citizens eat free, mm. I feel like that's senior citizen. I don't want to call like my mom and my dad senior citizens. I Not yet. Even, I never Even though I feel like mom. they considered that, but I don't want to call them that. Hey, like, if they get a discount. <laughs> Good day, Mina. Okay. <laughs> but yes, I, um, I was concerned about me coming home and traveling so far away um, on a plane with this pandemic and this virus going on and potentially catching the virus. And as we all know, you can catch the virus and not know. You can catch the virus and take a test when you land and it'll still come negative. And if you don't know, please understand this. I don't feel like Americans have the knowledge of what really goes on and the dynamics behind this virus and how it works. You can go out and you can travel and you can test negative and that does not mean that you do not have it. You can get tested Three days later, and it still will come back negative, and you could have the virus. It may not be until between, what, day six and day nine, because that's how it is here. They want to test you on day four, day six, day eight, because those are the times that it will pop up. Yeah, but when I had to quarantine, <laughs> okay, I think it was, yeah, day six. Six or day eight, and then if I tested negative on my day eight test, then day ten, that's when I could take off my right. But it, it had to watch. be a, a series of testing, yeah, yeah, in order to make sure. And I know, like back home, like you test one time, it's like, oh, I'm good. No, you're not. And I just couldn't forgive myself if I ever put my family in harm's way. Whether you know it wasn't, of course, not intentionally, but I just don't want to have to be in that situation and, and deal with that. I mean, it's hard enough being this far away, but to have to deal with them being sick is another thing. So my father and I had a conversation and we decided that I would not come home for Christmas. So this was my first mm -hmm. year that I was not at home with my family for Christmas. And Mina... And all my friends left me here in the desert by myself alone. No, I'm kidding. I'm like, can I, can I plead my, can I plead the fifth? Oh, let me stop. Um, but basically, like, yeah, I made the decision to go home, y'all, because I needed to see my family and especially my mom because, um, you know, she's dealing with the condition. She's really sick. So I wanted to make it, you know, home for the holidays, even though she told me not to come. I just wanted to at least surprise her. But I made sure when I went home, like I took two tests before I even came into the house. I made sure I took two COVID tests or whatever. Um, then I, when I was home, I limited like the people I was around and I made sure I got tested right before I left and I paid for my test. I didn't go to like a free testing place. So I got right. tested for everything and made sure I didn't want to put, you know, other people at risk. And I'm I'm just thinking about like, okay, 
And I told my friends ahead of time, I'm not going to be able to go out with y'all everywhere. Okay? I said, I'll go out two or three times. That's it. And one of the places I went to was to one of my good friends to her child's birthday party. And the other two times was like outside, but I was definitely wearing a mask. Like I do say that at home, most of the places I went to, they did require you to wear a mask. They did do like the temperature temperature checking stuff. So, but we know temperature check. Don't I know don't mean anything. Don't mean but anything. I'm just like <laughs> it's 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 like a little bit more reassuring. Like okay, at least niggas in Florida is not acting too crazy. But they are. Though. But they are. <laughs> but they are though. But I'm like my Snapchat, my Instagram, my Facebook. On Friday, no, not Fridays, because Fridays is our brunch days. Saturday, Sundays, everybody at Banco lit downtown. Like, I, n- no, I, I can't, I can't. And as they maneuver through the crowd, they don't have on a mask. They may have on a mask when they arrive. Yeah. But as you know, people taking drinks, they take their mask off. And that's not us over here. Yeah. And I just, and not that was another all. thing, like, trying to go home with this international mindset that I have definitely game since I've been over here and to go home and people really not taking it seriously Mm -hmm. or like I know hella people that have caught COVID or people that know people that's caught COVID and then once they got rid of it it Mm -hmm. was just like nothing happened like no um over here I am labeled high risk for COVID so that if I ever do catch COVID my body will not react very well like it will be What's the word? Detrimental? Is that is that the proper word? Like you're asking the wrong person. I feel like that <laughs> it's sounds close enough. It's close it enough. sounds good. It sounds because good. I'm like, remember we were talking earlier, and the word that I asked you to spell for me. So, <laughs> so yeah, what it, it'll be catastrophic. Let's use that word. You, you get the point. It won't be good. So I just yeah. was very concerned about it. But fast forward into me staying here. Um, I shut down. Um. I didn't talk to people. I kept my phone on do not disturb. There would be weeks at a time that I would not answer my phone. It would take days for me to respond. And if I did, I kind of only responded to certain people out of guilt because I didn't want them to feel like I was ignoring them like my close friends. So you responded to me out of guilt when I asked you to order my plants? I did. <laughs> I did respond to you out of guilt when you asked me to order your plants. Oh my- and not to mention, like I said, like I have the few people that I didn't mind responding to. And there's certain people that like, it helped me to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, of course, I would talk to my dad, my grandmother, uh, my mom, and people like that. But like, I have never, I, one, I don't cry in front of my daddy. One, because he gonna be like, what you crying for? What you crying for? You'll be all right. You'll be like, he's so like, he's not very emotional yeah Yeah, he's not very emotional but like i had a whole breakdown on christmas Mm -hmm. the week before christmas the day after christmas oh on their anniversary christmas eve Mm -hmm. i had a breakdown like like boohoo sobbing crying and it just mentally broke me like i didn't want to do nothing i didn't feel motivated i didn't want to go anywhere um, I had these big extravagant plans that oh, like I told my best friend, like, girl, I'm finna be in Dubai, seven sisters on Christmas. I'm gonna be drunk by the time y'all wake I remember. up. I bought all that stuff from Numshi because my parents were like, Okay, if you can't come home, we'll put money in your account and you can buy whatever you want. Girl, you got some good parents. 
you know. <laughs> no, nah, but um, my dad was like, I'd rather, if you stay, I'd rather put money in your account and let you go buy whatever you want. Then you come over here and then mm. we worry about you whether you getting it. Because he's like, you ain't going to sit down. I'm like, daddy, I would. I promise. Yeah. Like, I'm like, <laughs> or why do you I would, underestimate our turnupness? But, or I would have stayed at my best friend's house. And me and him had already had this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I told my dad that I would stay at his house. And my dad was just like, my dad is very like strategic. Like, why? He he thinks money. He thinks all of that. Why mm-hmm. come here? Like, just because you got the money to spend, Tiffany, don't mean you need to spend. Because, you know, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Our tickets are over $1,000 to go they home. They definitely are because I paid like for damn near $1,600 with me putting flight insurance and everything on it. Like, so $1,600 to come home. And, you know, excuse me, back Mm -hmm. then, like, they was potentially shutting down borders. Like, you didn't know whether or not you was going to be able to get in. It's people that I know still to this day stuck in America from Christmas break. Who? You don't know her. Okay. And And she works somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, you don't know her. But... Um, well, she might be back by now. Damn, hopefully. Sucks, though. I'm like, but you know, you know why? You know why she got stuck? She got stuck because she went home. And of course, you got to take a COVID test to get on the plane to come back over yeah. here. She tested positive the day before her flight. So she had to wait another two weeks. And then um, when she took it again, I believe like maybe it, I don't remember. It was a she, false positive or something no, like that. Or I, I don't, guess. I think it, it still was coming up positive okay. or... It just still... I, it wasn't clear. It wasn't clear. Whatever mm-hmm. it was, she couldn't do it. So that was a big deal. And I just... That was another thing. Like, I don't want to go home and be, like, not being able to enjoy my time. Like, if I can't go home and move how I want to move, I don't want to do it. And, like, that was my mentality. Like, my whole purpose of me going home was to see my mom and spend time with my mom. And I told my friends, I'm like, look, if y'all want to, you know, come and see me. But, like, my main concern is my mom. And my mom was like... When I came home, she was like, you better tell your friends. Your time is with me. And I was like, say less. <laughs> Michelle spoke. Period. Period. So I completely understand that. Like, that was things going through my head. So I think this whole period of just dealing with the pandemic and everything, it has, like, put your anxiety on a thousand. Um, I feel super paranoid all the time. Um I have moments where, like, I barely leave my house. Like, this is me, The this is, the, like, literally the first time I'm leaving my house all week. And what's today? Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, I haven't left my house since, what, Friday? No. Yeah, Friday. Last week, Friday. Yeah. So, it's just, like, I think being here, we pay attention to who we put ourselves around. And we make sure, like, we do what we're supposed to do because... This is what we have to do, you know? Right. Not to mention, I mean, just like just like when I text you when you were coming over here. Me and you got your COVID test because to get in my in my apartment building, you got to have a COVID test to yeah. get through security. They not letting you in here if you don't have a COVID test. Right. Even though, guys, I took the big step. I got my first dose of my vaccine last week, Thursday, y'all. <laughs> okay. She late in the game. I get my second dose tomorrow. <laughs> Look. I have to think about stuff, okay? You used to drink Four Locos? I only tried it one time, and that one time was enough for me, okay? And I didn't even finish I'm the sure Four Locos. I'm sure that you put things in your body that were very questionable. This vaccine, you'll be okay. I know. Exactly. 
Exactly. We I don't know. gotta go to detail. I know. I'm like, but, I know. My point is made. Yeah, but the thing is, like, the reason why I'm just thinking about it, I'm like, okay, um, you're thinking about what's going on in America, like all like the healthcare yeah. workers taking the vaccine, taking that initiative, and just seeing how some people are reacting to it. But I'm like, at least here, the UAE has their own initiative that they're taking, their own vaccine that and they have. And not even in America. Exactly. It's Yeah, so that's what I'm telling people. I'm like, well, it ain't y'all vaccine that y'all taking. Yeah, we so, don't even have... we don't, the vaccine, And that's another thing. The vaccine that we take over here is not available in America at yeah, the moment. Yeah, right. Um, so we're not taking, uh, what's it called, Pfizer? The Pfizer or um, Madeira, something like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just know the Pfizer. I don't know if I'm saying the Madeira part. Don't no don't judgment. clock me for it. But Pfizer, yeah, I said that right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like taking all those things into consideration, like my dad and I just agreed. Like it, it was, it was a no. But like how you said, you haven't left your house. Like whatever, I still have those moments. Like I'm doing better now. Mm-hmm. And then what was crazy, like, y'all didn't even know what was going on until y'all came back a month later. Let's say three weeks. Close to a month. Round up. <laughs> I saw you New Year's Eve. I know, but that was because, like, I hadn't seen y'all. Yeah. And, you know, y'all my crew, so I had yeah. to be with somebody New Year's Eve. And that was my first time out. And I thought I was damn gonna cry that night when I finally seen y'all. I hugged Ashley so damn long. And your yo late ass, too. It wasn't my fault. Okay, it was somebody else's fault. I was trying to help them on a phone call with their bank. <laughs> but, no, nah, I say, you know, all that to say, like, it's... This pandemic has put a lot of things in perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, It has... It put me in a very... I'm going to call it, like I see, I'm going to call it spade to spade. It put me in a dark place. Yeah. Like I said, funk. I didn't, like, and it, it was a funk that I couldn't shake. I, it it messed up my interactions with people. I don't, it didn't ruin relationships, but it made me want to be alone. It made me want to not talk to people. Mm-hmm. I felt unmotivated. Hell, I was even questioning that I need to go home for good. Um, like you said, anxiety, paranoia. Yeah. Um, I always have a fear, and I've had the fear, I think, since I moved here, that something was going to happen to my parents, and it's going to take me a day to get home. And then I have to sit with that on a 15-hour, 16-hour plane ride. Mm-hmm. And I still can't do nothing about it because the damage is done. And if even something was to happen, will I make it back in time? Right. Trust me, I I know how you feel. Trust me. I just, it's so many different thoughts came to mind. Um, The loneliness, because I mean, it's different when you in a different state in, you know, the United States, like you just in a different area, you a couple states over Mm -hmm. or you're on the other side of the country. I'm 7,777 miles away to be exact. Good job. I know. Right. Like that's, a long ass way from home. That is. And to be that far away, to be alone for the holidays, I've heard someone call it, they call it the winter blues. Like this is really, like winter is really the season of depression. Like Mm -hmm. holidays really triggers that. You know, I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't suicidal or anything like that. Thank God I I didn't get down. I didn't get to that point or, you know, that mentality. But I just, I really felt alone. I wanted to question, um, 
What was I doing? Was I making the right decision being here? Did I need to go home? Was I being selfish being here and trying to chase my dreams and what my goals and what I wanted to do? Um, it made me feel like I was forgotten back at home. I don't know if you've ever felt like that. Oh, no. Trust me. I, f- I feel like that. Like I get moments where I feel like that because of my brothers and sisters. And I feel like they just, you know, come at me sometimes. So I get... I get that. Or you feel like you're missing out. Yeah. And like everyone going on about yeah. their lives without And they're just you. like, well, where do I fit in type of thing? So I I think. I, mean, I know they're not supposed to be crying because no. they're not there, but it's just like, damn. Like, I'm like, do y'all miss me? Do y'all? And I don't think people um, understand, like my friends back home, I don't think they understand like the little things and how much it means. Like my, uh, I have three godchildren. Shout out to my babies. Can't wait to see y'all. Girl, people Couple more must months. like you a lot. Yeah, three. Two girl. boys and one girl. Hey, Katie. Hey, Marla. Hey, Trenton. So I have three godchildren, and their parents will always send me, like, pictures of them mm-hmm. and videos of them doing stuff. Or I would sit on FaceTime with my best friend, Shanta. Hey, boo. And for hours. And... Her children, she has a 18-year-old, a fifth grader, and, my, of course, my goddaughter, who yeah. will be one on Valentine's Day. Aww. Valentine's Day, baby. And it really tugged at my heart because Jazzy would, like, take her mom's phone, we on FaceTime, and, like, that's Auntie Tip. Hey, Auntie Tip. You want to see my room? Like, show me her room. Talk to me what's going on. Like... Mm-hmm. She's going to middle school next year. So, Jazzy is well aware. She is far beyond her years. Like, she's mm-hmm. been here before. And then it was even a time where I was talking to the oldest, Kira, and having moments with her. And, like, everybody know, like, I'm the auntie. Like, all my friends either have kids or, you know, something like that. Yeah. And I've always been around and with them or we take them and we do something. I just genuinely miss that. And then I had a friend who would... um <laughs> She would get on Snapchat and say something happened during the day. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, girl, let me tell you about this. I was in Target. And this girl yelled across Target, is that a wig? And she was like, Tiffany, we was in Target. And she's loud. Like, I'm by the door. And she's like almost by the aisle. And she was like, she looked like she could beat me up. So I came. Because she was like, come here. So she was like, so I went <laughs> and was like, and was like, can I feel it? Girl, you did this. What hair is it? Like, and she was like, in the back of her head, like, it is a pandemic. But she was like, I ain't want the problems. But it was just funny, like, to still be a part of your day-to-day thing. For yeah. you to send a story, you talking about it, explaining what happened. Like, little things like that. Like, I appreciate those. I appreciate the I miss you's mm-hmm. go a long way and it yeah. more than what people know. The I love you's like I'm I always post it. I'm heavy. I say it to you all the time. Yes. I'm heavy. <laughs> Mina, why you said it like that? Yes. I'm heavy on the I love you's. Like, yeah, because even like last week, y'all, we were Tiffany just randomly hit me up and she was just like, What are you doing? I'm just like, girl, you know I'm home. And she was like, Well, come on over. Like, Ashley's over here. Um, Patty's about to come over, and I'm like, okay, cool, you know, 
let me get out. <laughs> so we ended up having like a great evening. And then that same night, like we end up pulling a dummy mission and going, you know, making it to a last minute ladies night. And I like while we're leaving, like I found I find out like, you know, my mom's back in the hospital and, you know, Tiffany's the first one to say like, are you okay? Like, are you good? And I, and I also, I know you, Mina. Like, and and right before that, they were just saying like, you and Courtney were saying like, you know, we're huggers. Like, and I'm just like, I am not a hugger. Well, you know, already know I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a touchy feely person. But I was just like, I needed, I needed to be around people that day for to get that type of news because I'm like, at the end of the night, I broke down crying. Like, I had to break down because it's a lot to take in. Being so far away and you're so you're so close to a parent, you know. So, just like what Tiffany said, those things where your friends just do, like I miss you, or just including you in their day, or just letting you know about it makes a lot of a difference, especially with everything that's going on. And because we have to be so cautious and be so secluded all the time, it's it means a lot. Yeah, this pandemic has definitely put things in perspective and being so far away at home makes you see what's important and makes you value things so much more. Like things we talk, took for granted. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't I don't take anything or anyone for granted at this point. So if you feel like I got hard feelings or beef with you, you beefing by yourself because I don't hold no bad blood towards anyone, anything, anybody. It don't matter how you feel about me. It don't matter how your friends feel about me. Your mama, your daddy, your cousin, your auntie, your uncle, your brother. I don't care. Like, life's too short for all of that. Like, it's no pressure on this end. Like, speak, queen. (laughs) It's no pressure on this end. Like, it's too much going on. And I have too much life to live and goals to meet. And I'm not going to harbor bad feelings, bad blood, Mm -hmm. bad opinions, bad in anything about anybody. Like, I just want to move forward and I want to be happy. And if we can't, you know, coexist, then we just don't coexist. But But I think, like, everybody goes through that um, period, you know, like, everybody goes through that moment where they're just, like, at that crossroad, like, damn, I'm going through a lot right now, but you know this is not going to be the end-all, be-all. Because it's like, you know how they say, like, God doesn't let you go through something that you can't grow through. Mm. Speak. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that for a fact because I felt like 2020 was like a tough year for me or whatever. Like just being stuck and just thinking about like all the things that I wanted to like, you know, accomplish. And I'm just like, damn, like I'm turning 30. I want to do this for my birthday. I wanted to do this with school or you know, like with starting a new business and it's just like, there were some tough moments and I'm just like, oh, this product is not in or this is holding my business up for me launching it and all that type of stuff. And I always had to change the date or just like cutting off things with certain people and, you know, just going through all those emotions. And I'm just like, okay, it's tough for a moment, but this is not going to be forever, you know, because I'm just like, if this is going to be forever, then I'm just like, I know I can take so much more. So I just feel like people just have to have that mentality of just pushing through, like constantly not giving up and just pushing through because you're going to be able to get through it. And I just feel like in order for you to get through it, you have to be strong in your faith. You have to have a good community of friends 
on top of people in your family around you because I'm just like, most of the time, you won't be able to be around your family. Like and, us. And like us. So I'm just like, having you guys around me helps me out a lot. And I tell y'all that all the time. I'm like, I really appreciate you guys. Like, <laughs> I know I may not say it all the time, but I just want to let y'all know because one of the things with me, I feel like in order for me to build um, stronger relationships, I have to, um, like, you know, I want to let people know that I I care about them. And I feel like I have moments where I just, like, I don't really express how I feel. So I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I mean, those are one of the things that you need to work on. Like, you know, let people know that you appreciate them, just like how they may tell it to you. Yeah, and it's funny that you say that. (laughs) I just had a conversation with a friend today, and we were talking about how um, she was saying, like, you know, you have a lot of people from back home here. And she was saying it's hard to find someone from where I'm from, mm-hmm. back home, that gets it, that you can connect with, that mm-hmm. you can share similar stories or interests or they can get it, right. like, you know, banter for them mm-hmm. is what they call it. Um, and she was like, but you have that. You know, funny story, guys, how <laughs> me and Mina became friends. Would you like to tell them, Mina? Or would you like me to tell the story? You can tell the story. Because Mina slid in my DMs, y'all. <laughs> Y'all going to get her IG tag and all her IG, her social media profiles at the end of this. But I followed Mina because I was like, oh, she pretty. I was like, she can dress. Oh, and she from the crib. Oh, I'm following her. And I saw she was out here. And back then, that was when I was dating Shape. I didn't have girlfriends outside mm-hmm. of my coworkers. Right. And a lot of my coworkers that were my girlfriends were much older, which is not a problem for me because I like older I, I'm the baby of the group anyway. I like being the baby too. But you're not a baby. No. I'm the baby. <laughs> so I'm the baby of the group. And I just lost my damn train of thought. You were telling the story of how you met me. You oh, okay. Said that, you she know, said in my DMs and I yeah. followed her. So when I followed her, she followed me back and slid in my DMs. Hey, girl. I said, you live out here. We should hang. And you from the crib. <laughs> and that's how this little story began. Yes. <laughs> we literally went to a ladies night. And I took her to another late- <laughs> ladies And another night. ladies night. She had me on dummy missions. Yes. Like, we went to Loft. And remember I walked in? We, went, we met at Loft. No, we met at Caramel. No, we met at Caramel the first time, but another time we went to Loft for some party. I will never forget this because as soon as I walked in, I grabbed you and I was like, Mina, black people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I had never been <laughs> in. That was like my first year. It was A-Loft. Was it yeah. A-Loft? What what I said? Said, you said loft? I was like, loft? Girl, girl I loft. Know. I'm thinking about damn Palm Beach. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get home. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Taurus and Freddie P. The loft. <laughs> but yeah, a loft. That's what it yes. was. And girl, I felt like I was at FAMU. It was so many black people in there swag surfing together. <laughs> Unity. <laughs> girl, I hate the swag surf. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we was on straight dummy, and then that night we went to we hung with Loso. Did we go to Dubai that day? We went to Dubai that night. Yeah, we went to Dubai that night. 
And then, but we came back that night too. But that was the thing. Yeah. We were already out late. I think I said to, I said, girl, um, you want to go to Dubai? And you were just like, what? I was like, just come. <laughs> because back then, remember, I didn't go to yeah. Dubai like that. Dubai yeah. was like, Dubai to me back then was like Miami. I don't want to go to Dubai. I already know what Dubai is like. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't really on that. And then you talking about going to Dubai and then coming back in the same night. What time did we get back? Like 4 a.m.? I don't remember, girl. I just remember we told the driver to stop so we can get like some McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. met those uh, foreign guys. Yeah, in yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Because oh. we didn't pay for the Uber to come back. No. We didn't pay for nothing. No, day. no. That's why I was like, just come. Everything's paid for. Good times. <laughs> Good times. Good times. I can't wait <laughs> to Dubai start acting back right so I can go back on my dummy missions and yeah. be back in Dubai every weekend. Yeah, I want to be a part of it, you know. Okay. We be with the shits now. Hello? <laughs> Look who you're talking to. Hi. Because I'm definitely going to be when my crew touchdown. I'm going back to Dubai. That's a real, That's a song? Oh, you just made that up? I just made that up. Okay, because I, I was like, girl, I, you know I don't be knowing these tunes. No, I just kind of mix. When okay. it's cold outside, I just mix that. When my crew comes in. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we say all of that mm-hmm. to say, um, I mean, it's definitely right. Since the community is definitely a big thing here, and I'm blessed and very lucky that I... Um, got to meet so many great bomb ass boss ass women here in the UAE, black women at that. Um, who know what they want, who you know have goals, who just aren't here to party and have a good time. Don't get me wrong, we definitely do that, and we know how to have a good time. But we, they definitely have goals and goal oriented, and I genuinely love and appreciate them. Um, and it just makes me appreciate you know my friends back at home and my family back at home and all that even more. And like I told you today, I was listening to a sermon um, from Sarah, T.D. Jake's daughter, Mm -hmm. and it was called The End of the Era. And she kept talking about how we always think that our breakthrough moment is going to come when everything is glitz and glam and Mm -hmm. everything is peaches and cream and everything is going so well. Not realizing that sometimes our moment to shine is when we're down and out, when mm-hmm. we're depressed, mm-hmm. when we're going through situations, when we're having a rough time, when mm-hmm. we're having a bad time, when we can't get out of bed, when we don't want to mm-hmm. talk to someone, when it's hard to show up, those are our moments. Those are the moments God is saying, mm-hmm. no, this is your moment. You push through and you do this. Mm-hmm. We have to stop making our problems our world and start owning it and taking ownership over that problem instead of the problem owning us. Right. Um. It's definitely easier said than done. Um, It's definitely been a test and a difficult situation for me. I think I'm doing much better. Um, I was told today um, by a friend that it's good to see you back being yourself. Um, Even even today at work, they was like, you got some dick last night? Why are you so happy now? I was like, mind your business. But no, I just, 
faith, prayer, like that genuinely changes things. And um, I wouldn't have been able to get out of this funk or this mindset without God, period. No one else. Because as much as I love y'all, when I was definitely going through it, you guys weren't physically here. Right. And I'm not one to... Like, you didn't know anything about it until you got back. Yeah. And then even when you got back, you didn't know about it. You knew about it weeks later. Yeah, I'm just like, you sounded fine. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm like, we talking on the phone, like, girl. Da, 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 da. I know how to I know how to put on the front. And I also don't like being a burden or making people worry or be concerned. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't want y'all feeling guilty because y'all had to go home for whatever y'all needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, do I regret not going home? Yes. I feel like I should have just went, but I just think at the same time, it just it just would have been too much. It just would have been too much, but I needed that recharge. And it will be, by the time I come home, I will be home this year, soon, soon. Um, It'll be almost two years since I've been on American soil. Oh, my gosh. That's a long time to be away from home and to only be able to talk to people that you would be with and talk to every single day, yeah. only through... FaceTime, WhatsApp, yeah, Zoom. The longest I've done was a year of not going home. Yeah, a year hit Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, by the time, you know, we like go a, around. A year and a half. Yeah, it'll be a year and a half going on to, going on to, mm-hmm. closer to two than a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So, I say all of that to say this, you know, we all go through things. I know this pandemic has definitely been rough for a lot of people. I know a lot of people have lost people to COVID, um, whether it was um, their mom, their dad, their uncle. I know people have lost businesses. They've lost money. Hell, they've lost faith, hope, all those different type of things. Um, Just know I'm praying for you. Even though I don't necessarily know your situation, what you're going through, how you're feeling, um, I pray every night that we all come out on the other side of this stronger and better than ever. Because I physically know, mentally know what it is and what it's like. It's draining. And to pull yourself out of a mental state like that, Mm -hmm. it's bad enough when you physically don't feel fit. But when you mentally don't feel fit, that's a different beast. That's a completely different beast. So I just want you guys to know, like, as cliche and corny as it may sound, like, you can do it. Like, you'll get through. Right. Don't move in fear. Not at all. Don't move in fear. My mom tells me that. Don't move in fear. Don't move in anxiety. Don't be anxious. That's why you have to stay grounded and just take it one day at a time. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I definitely, definitely appreciate the growth and where I've come. Um, It's allowed me to reflect and see what I want and the direction that I want to go in. Mm -hmm. And... You know, that impulse of, you know, I'm going to move home after this year. Like, that's it. You know, I had to differentiate whether it was just my feelings or me just Mm -hmm. being in my feelings. So thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. I'm so glad that I'm back to doing this. I know I've waited too, too long to do this. I promise I won't make you wait this long. So Mina's going to give her little bio and her social media (laughs) handles and she has some business plugs to plug in and make sure you follow her well first and foremost tea with tiffany 
Thanks for having me, girl. <laughs> you haven't waited. <laughs> but you guys, you can um, follow me on Instagram on like my main account um, at Damina, D-A-M-N-M-I-N-A, Damina. And I also have my business page. My business page is Jamila Body. Um, it's my newly launched natural skincare line. Um, it ranges in body butters, artesian soaps, and Arabian oil. So if you're trying to improve the natural skin that you're in, in a natural way, Jamila Body got you. Okay, we're also on Facebook too. Um, so yes, yeah, so don't forget to follow at Jamila Body, okay? Um, and also follow me on, you know, Instagram, holla at your girl, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely be posting Mina on the Tea with Tiffany J um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure you follow her personal account as well as her business account, Jamila Body. Thank you again, Mina, for joining in. <laughs> Thank you. We got to finish our drinks and she should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really appreciate you being here and being a part of this. You know, I've been dreading having this episode. I've been putting this off for. Not dreading, but just, you know. Girl, I'm going to call a spade a spade. I've been dreading it. Like, I don't, you know, I'm touchy feely, but I don't like telling my emotions to everybody yes. and what I got going on. But I know I have this platform, you know, I know I can use it. Yeah, use it for a positive impact. So make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, you name it, all podcast platforms. We are available. Make sure you share, share, share. Leave a review and rating on all podcast platforms after you listen to this. Let me say it again for the people in the back. Make sure you leave a review and a rating on all podcast platforms after you listen to this episode. I want to hear what you what you think. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your stories as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is another episode, as usual, with Tea with Tiffany J. See you guys next week. Another episode will be dropping next Thursday. Tap in. <laughs> tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> it's up. <laughs>